The Money Show. The Markets. And Arthur Karras is a portfolio manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group. He's with us on the line uh, from Cape Town this evening. And Arthur Karras, the world was swathed and bathed in red today, and and we went the opposite way for once. It was nice to see a little bit of value being created on the JSE for once. Yes, I think we benefited from the fact that um, among our biggest stocks, that would be Sassel on the back of a higher oil price, um, some of the gold and platinum shares on the back of concerns around inflation. Precious metals tend to bounce a bit on the back of that. Those stocks had a good day um, and helping shield us from the massive losses in tech um, and, and, and China. Yeah, I mean, tech and China, of course, have been a very key theme of the last quarter or so. And as we begin this fourth quarter of uh, 2021, I nearly said 2011, I'm sort of stuck in the past, de- a decade <laughs> earlier. Um, how, are you, how, how are you feeling about how this year is going to wrap up, considering the huge boon we saw in the first half of the year and it's gone slightly awry in the second half? Definitely we're heading towards, or right now, we're in a bit of a risk-off patch. Um, we had a, we've had a phenomenal bounce, both locally and globally, a, a COVID recovery bounce, as we all realized the world wasn't going to come to an end um, and things were going to get steadily better. I think the concerns that we're now facing are, 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 are there's a multitude of them. The, the biggest one that, that, um, that a lot of companies are talking about is inflation. So we're seeing uh, supply chain shortages. We're seeing energy shortages. We're seeing work or labor shortages, um, typically pushing up the cost of doing business um, all over the show. So that's leading everyone to be concerned about inflation. And then with a strong growth recovery, we've seen people are now talking about, you know, we're definitely going to see interest rates going down anymore, but we're steadily going to see government support being removed from economies and eventually we'll see interest rates nudging up. And I think those things are weighing on investors. In addition to that, we've got the odd um, uh, the odd event like the Evergrande uh, China property issue that's weighing on people saying, how is this going to turn out? Who's it going to hurt? Which industries are going to be hurt on the back of that? And, uh, and add to that the concerns around um, uh, authorities all over the world saying, hang on, tech companies have got an enormous amount of power. We're uncomfortable with that. We're going to start reining that in both from a monopoly point of view and an influence point of view. And all of this is weighing on markets at the moment. Yeah, it looks like some key trends and key themes that have been driving markets for the last decade and a half are are being severely tested. And it'll be interesting to see what's left of our money by the time they play themselves out. What is playing out very nicely on the JSE today, certainly, was a lovely bounce in anything tourism related so city lodge was up 16 percent sun international and soho sun uh, bounced very nicely on the day as well and it's all to do on an anticipated relaxation of uk rules around red lists and south africa's place on them absolutely I and mean, nobody's going to come on a on a long distance holiday to south africa and then find themselves having to um, to quarantine um, for two weeks upon their return, so this is very good news. Difficult to make um, to make direct money out of it. The companies you mentioned are actually quite small. I think City Lodge is less than three billion in market cap. To put that into context, the smallest um, company on the Aussie Forty, I think, is Spa, and that's about thirty-five billion. So these are small companies, and, and, and there's not enough of them for all the asset managers to go and buy them. Even if you 
add in uh, all the little bits and pieces of hotel groups that one can get one's hold on, uh, get hold of. But it's very, very good news for the overall South African economy because it would benefit restaurants, it'll benefit tour operators, it'll benefit all the smaller businesses that are out there, and all of that ultimately will feed into the economy um, one way or another. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the fact that I mean, these listed companies, Tsoho, uh, Sun and Sun International, are primarily casino operations anyway. 80, 90% of what they do is casino, not tourism. City Lodges, you know, traditionally a business hotel, not a tourist hotel. But it sends a signal, and that's the signal, the macro economy, the inflow of foreign funds, the possibility of a few jobs being created, the opportunity um, for restaurants to survive, to fight another day. Um, all of those, and, and tourism destinations which have been supported by South Africans but desperately need the volume of foreign visitors coming in. I just, don't, I just hope it's not too little too late for the summer season here, Arthur, where I hope our visitors' horizons are, are more short-term than perhaps they used to be and they will, on a whim, book a holiday to get some sun. I, I think that will be the case. I also think there's a lot of people um, who have been waiting for this. I, I personally know the few who've just been saying, as soon as the quarantine thing is lifted, we'll book our air tickets and we'll be on our way. Uh, an important component of this that we're not talking about is the number of airline flights because those have been cut back dramatically. So we will need to see the airline capacity increase, but I think the airlines will be only too happy to do that given that I think they racked up, there's a number out today, I think $200 billion worth of COVID-related losses. So I'm sure if, they, if, they've, if they've got any airplanes left, they'll be very, very happy to, to fly them to South Africa and charge people for it. But Definitely very good news. Correct, as you say. Um, a company like Sun International, um, benefiting mainly from its very, very sticky gambling customers that hung in there during COVID and continue to gamble. But big resorts um, like Sun International, the Table Bay Hotel, those will really benefit from global tourists. When you say sticky gambling customers, you don't mean they're sticking st- sit at the tables for so long that they need a good wash. You just mean that they like to go off it. Just, just checking, just getting uh, some I, I think that I think that um, the, the gaming the gaming consumer has been remarkably resilient, if we put that okay. into better language, remarkably resilient during COVID, and has continued um, to to support Sun International casinos throughout this period, which m- might be a bit surprising to some, but definitely, a, a gaming or is is a is, is is a leisure of choice for a certain. Uh, amount of the population, and they've continued to to stick with that during during COVID. Arthur Karras, portfolio manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group. My take, not his. A sticky gaming customer. I never thought of gaming customers as particularly sticky, but it's now reformed the view of gamblers in my mind. Sorry, gamblers. <laughs>